Friends, welcome to Word on Fire Catholic Ministries. Word on Fire is an apostolate dedicated to the mission of evangelization, using media both old and new to share the faith on every continent and to facilitate an encounter with Christ and His Church. The efforts of Word on Fire engage the culture and bring the transformative power of God's Word where it is most needed. Today, we invite you to join Bishop Robert Barron as he preaches the gospel and shares the warmth and light of Christ with each one of us. Peace be with you. Friends, it was a particular joy for me to visit recently the sites associated with St. Ignatius of Loyola. It was on our film trip. We were filming for um, uh, Ignatius and for Bartolome de las Casas. We went to Loyola, where he was born in the Basque country. It's also where he recuperated from his war wounds and where his kind of reawakening of the faith took place. We went to Montserrat, which is just gorgeous. Uh, it's a Benedictine monastery near Barcelona. It's where the newly converted Ignatius went to pledge his life to uh, the Blessed Mother. And there's this beautiful statue that he venerated, and he put his... his uh, accoutrement of war, you know, at the feet, at the foot of the statue. Well, that statue's still there, and we venerated it too, which was a great, moving uh, moment. We were in Rome too, visiting the rooms where Ignatius lived the last years of his life and where he died, right next to the great church of the Jesu, the, the kind of mother church of the Jesuit order. That's where Ignatius is buried. But for me, the most moving locale was a little church in Manresa. Manresa is a town just north of, uh, Barce- of, of uh, Montserrat. The little church is built around the cave, which is largely preserved, where the young Ignatius spent about nine months preparing himself spiritually for his life's work. Indeed, in that humble place, and you're in this cave, you can see it. You can see a couple little crosses that Ignatius himself carved into the rock. In that humble place, the spiritual exercises were born. That's that great text that the Jesuits to this day use to guide people on retreat. It said that Ignatius really struggled in that place. What was he doing? Well, he was battling his own demons and limitations and attachments. For example, he'd been obsessed with his own appearance. It makes him like, you know, a lot of people today think of our culture that's so high on how we look and, you know, being the right weight and size and wearing the best clothes and all that. Because Ignatius was hoping to be a dashing courtier in the halls of the rich and powerful in the Spain of his time. And remember, Ignatius is life unfolds during the high point of Spanish cultural and political influence. And so he wanted to be, you know, one of the real glitterati, someone that wants to be a sort of master of the universe type. That's what Ignatius wanted as a young man. So his appearance was very important to him, which is why in that cave in Manresa, he let his hair just grow long and unkempt because he'd been fussing with it and, you know, hairdressing and all this stuff. He let his his fingernails and his toenails just grow long. He didn't uh, pare them. He was often consumed in his previous life with lust. 
seeking after women. And so in that cave, he lived in austere celibacy. He had sought high honors in his previous life. And so in and around that cave, he permitted himself to be seen as kind of a vagabond. People that saw him going to and from the cave, they thought he was a nut. They thought he was, you know, this this dangerous, uh, uh, crazy man. See, what he was learning, everybody, at Manresa was that our attachments to various created goods, money and power and honor and pleasure, stand in the way of our responding utterly to God's will for us. Mind you, all those things are good in themselves. They're all created goods. Nothing wrong with pleasure or power or honor. They're okay. But when we become attached to them, they become central to our identity. Then they do indeed stand in the way of our responding to God's will. Because let's say God wants us to do something that means we're not going to be famous. We're not going to be powerful. We're not going to be honored or, or, or rich. And so what he did in Manresa is he practiced detachment from these finite goods that beguiled him. Now, a method, and I've already kind of hinted at it, a method he developed, and it runs right through the spiritual exercises, and he practiced it in the cave at Manresa, is what he called agere contra. That's Latin for to act against. Agere contra. The idea is very simple. If you find yourself attached to some created good, and I don't mean in an unhealthy way. I don't mean that you just, you know, you appreciate uh, fine things or beautiful things. Nothing wrong with that. But if you're attached to some created good, what you have to do is you have to run in the opposite direction if you want to be free from it. You have to exaggerate your rejection of that good if you want to be free of an attachment to it. Long ago, the great uh, philosopher Aristotle said, if, if there's a stick that's bent in one direction and you want to straighten it out, well, what do you do? Well, you have to bend it back in the other direction. right? So if something in your life is, is off kilter in one way, it's not enough just to say, well, I'm just going to straighten myself out. No, in a way, you've got to bend yourself back in the opposite direction. And then you'll end up straight. So Ignatius teaches, if sensual pleasure is your hang-up, it's your attachment, you should actively seek to deny yourself of pleasurable things. Let's say you're too preoccupied with the pleasures of food and drink. Many people in our culture are. Well, then you should fast. You should agere contra, act against that. Let's say you're too caught up in nice things. You know, that happens a lot, especially in, in our culture, a pretty affluent culture. that we, we like to be surrounded by nice and pleasant and comfortable things. Let's say you've gotten too attached to all that. Well, then you should agere contra. Live in radical simplicity and poverty to try to free yourself of the attachment. Suppose you become attached to money. Well, agere contra. You should actively give away your money 
perhaps you become obsessed with power. You know, and again, this could be from the presidency all the way down to the to the simplest uh, relationships. We can be obsessed with power. I got to be in charge all the time. Well, agere contra. Actively empty yourself of power. Purposely moving out of that world. Committing yourself, I use religious terms here, to obedience. It's not my will, it's the will of a superior. I, I'm going to do what someone else wants me to do. Now, finally, and here's where I'm kind of getting to the point of my homily. Finally, suppose you are, as Ignatius surely was, deeply attached to honor. So he wanted to be a dashing courtier. Well, he wanted to be honored, right? Well, that's your hang-up. Then you should actively move away from honor. Adjure contra. Purposely take the lowest place. Actively seek not to be honored. Readily admit to your faults and imperfections so that people won't be tempted to honor you. That's the appropriate move in regard to an attachment to honor. Okay, now all that Ignatian background was meant to lead us to a reading of our gospel for today. Jesus, noticing how those at a banquet were actively looking for the place of honor, he told this little story. When you're invited to a wedding banquet, don't recline at the place of honor. Rather, when you're invited, go and take the lowest place. Now, I don't know about you, but I find something oddly comforting in the fact that this is a pretty old problem for human beings. So we're talking now 2,000 years ago, of course, course, way before that too. Think of how many times in social and professional, even like friendly interpersonal settings, we do some version of this jockeying for position. We're looking for the place of honor. We try to be noticed. We want to be top tier, A number one. I sound like Frank Sinatra now, right? But we're, we're always looking for the, to be the top dog, <laughs> you know? And turn it around, how often we're mortified to see a rival beating us out, getting more attention than, than we're getting. Perhaps it's reached the point where this preoccupation with honor has indeed become a serious attachment. Well, long before Ignatius of Loyola, Jesus is urging, it seems to me, a kind of agere contra. You're hung up on the highest place? Then purposely take the lowest place. You're obsessed with being honored? Actively seek not to be honored. And now, notice something. I'm not saying, oh, just kind of, you know, well, I guess if they honor me, that's okay. If they honor me, I guess that's okay. See, that's to be in sort of a neutral space. The agere contra is, is actively to move in the other direction. In a way, seeking not to be honored. It's, it's actively moving out of the limelight, not just sort of standing neutrally. Well, let's say it falls on me. Let's say it doesn't. No, no, it's to move actively out of it. That's a spiritual program when we struggle with attachment. Now, a couple things now as I close. One doesn't have to stay in the attitude of agere contra 
forever. See, I'm saying Audrey Contra is a very is a very kind of drastic move, which I do to break an attachment. So Ignatius himself, go back to him, didn't stay in this style of Manresa for the whole of his life. He he went back to cutting his hair and cutting his fingernails and and not acting like a vagabond. Why? Well, because he had sort of found detachment from this excessive concern for his appearance. But here's what you'll find to everybody. When you live the Adjure Contra for a while, and we all need it, just, you know, I can do it. Everyone listening can do it. We can name that attachment that we all have right now. I think you'll find if you try it, your life will become remarkably easier and remarkably freer. See, because attachments are like monkeys on the back. Do you know what I mean? It's something I carry around with me all the time. I'm always worried about, you know, am I rich enough? Am I powerful enough? Am I famous enough? Do they love me enough? When you do an Audrey Contra, what you're saying is like, okay, every single monkey off my back right now. And then you find you actually start paying attention to the simple and beautiful things that are all around you. You stop fussing about all this business and you find yourself lighter, freer, and happier. You'll discover, and let me close with this, that what truly matters and what truly makes you happy is right in front of you in the simplest things all the time. So maybe take the lowest place instead of fussing with the highest place. I think you'll find yourself a lot happier. And God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's homily from Bishop Robert Barron. For more resources from Bishop Barron, please visit wordonfire.org.